0: what's up everybody happy wednesday happy hump day it is may 17th i know i felt like recording today for whatever reason i don't know why i don't really have a topic to talk about but hey i'll figure something out right usually it just like spews out that verbal vomit of just random stuff so here we go that's the way we do it around here i don't know how to do it any other way it would be completely inauthentic but that's okay so you ever just like have an itch on the edge of your nose that you feel like there's like a piece of something fuzz or something I'm like struggling with that this morning um maybe I need to go get my nose hairs waxed that's an aging thing what the hell no I'm not doing it <laughs> I know people that do it and then I'm like you do what no I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. So I guess that's where we start today is talking about waxing your nose hairs. It's hilarious. Um, the only reason that I, I was thinking about that was because I ran into um, the gal that used to um, do sugaring for me. Um, she was at Blaze, which is a couple doors down from me. And I used to go um, allow her to be brutal and cause pain voluntarily and I paid for that shit, uh, to sugar. If you don't know what that is, I will just let you go Google that shit. <laughs> it is painful. It's fucking painful. Why did I voluntarily do that? Well, because shaving is a bitch and I don't like shaving, but you know, Hey, what do you do? <clears throat> it's one of the, it's a girl thing. Okay. But it's not just a girl thing because like dudes do it too. I don't, I don't want to elaborate on that at all. Use your own imagination. And my volume for my notifications are really fucking loud right now. I'm going to email come in. So, uh, happy Wednesday. The weather is beautiful. If y'all haven't been out getting some sunshine and doing getting your bare feet in the grass, what the fuck's wrong with you? Do it. Um, Grounding is an amazing thing, and I've been doing it a lot more lately, and I feel a lot better, too. It's wild. It's wild. I've been seeing... um, you know, our phones and our computers and all our devices and everything that's, like, all creepy and listening to us all the time. Like, I'm sure at some point, like, our coffee pot is going to be listening to us at some point in time. Um, if it doesn't already. <clears throat> it's creepy. But in some ways, it's kind of not a bad thing. Except it is a bad thing because, like, it's fucking creepy and, like, nobody needs to be listening to all our shit. But... It is kind of helpful when you're searching for certain things. Like all you got to do is think about it. And I could pick something totally random, but my brain is like blank right now, which I'm glad because it probably reads our mind and it would pick out some stupid shit. And then I'd have all these stupid ads popping up in front of my face. I don't really want that. So like, I'm kind of glad that my brain's a little blank right now. (laughs) You're welcome. So if you think of something extra stupid and extra random, it's not my fault. It's your head, not mine. <laughs> I didn't put any any random ideas in your head. You did that. <laughs> and you're welcome. It's all right. It's all good. So hopefully everybody's been doing well, getting some sunshine. Like I'm starting to get a tan line. Um, which okay. Listen, if you're a runner, you get this. Or if you are like a softball player or you spend a lot of time outside, not in a swimsuit. I mean clothed, but not just in a swimsuit. Um, you have tan lines and like some tan lines can be kinda interesting depending on how your clothing that you you know, the habitual clothing that you wear. So I typically wear like um the shorts that I wear from first form are like a two and a half inch um short. So they're pretty short. And so I have like the short line and then like a tank top line, right? And a line for my Garmin because I always wear my watch because I just do. And uh, so, like when I put on a swimsuit, like my belly glows until I get to a point where it's too fucking hot to wear even a tank top when I'm outside running. And I guess if my belly jiggles when I run, then so be it because I don't fucking care because it's too hot. And like I don't, I don't do heat well. I've had heat exhaustion before. And that, man, that's murderous. That's rough stuff. Like, if you've ever had heat exhaustion before, like, you just don't tolerate the heat like you did before after you've had it. I I remember that day very well because I was, um, I was working at Manats and Independence and I had, um, I don't even remember, like, I think it was like an eight yard wall or something like that. It wasn't a full load. And I was <laughs> I was delivering it to a guy I graduated with. I really I love this guy, he's just the sweetest guy ever. Um, one of the nicest guys I went to school with and he's an engineer. He's an engineer. So numbers are a thing for him. It was probably a hundred degrees in the shade, It's hot as fuck. The mixer that I drove did not have air conditioning because I drove one of the old Macs. It was the old Navy truck. <clears throat> and um Didn't have AC, so whatever. It didn't bother me because, you know, two down and 60 was my, was my AC, but where his, where he built his house was back in this wooded area. And so it was just like no breeze whatsoever. And I was, I don't even know how long I was there. It was so hot and he insisted on pouring it super dry and, um, because he's an engineer and if you know anything about concrete and those things, that's yeah. So I ended up running out of water and like a water tank on a mixer is about 150 gallons and ran out of water. Um, and it was, it was just miserable. It was hot. It was buggy. And I ran out of drinking water as well. And I think I was there for probably three hours pouring this wall, tailgating a wall. So you're not dumping into a pump where if you dump into a pump, it's kind of quick. It's kind of nice. Uh, pump jobs were always the best jobs driving mixer pump jobs or a belt job even. Um, because the machine is moving the concrete. So you're just dumping it, a, you're pouring out of the back of the mixer at a steady state and you're unloaded pretty quickly. So, uh, because that's just the way it worked, but we were tailgating it. So that means I was shooting up all three shoots on and I am running it that we're dumping it off the tailgate. And it's just like dribble, 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 dribble into a wall, into wall forms that had been set for the foundation. Oh my god. <clears throat> I don't really remember the drive back to the plant. It was I think I don't know 8, 10 miles maybe from point A to point B, maybe a little further, that, no more than 15 miles. And I remember uh saving a little bit of water so I could at least wash my shoots down and wash wash into the truck. And I don't remember hanging shoots on the truck. I do remember telling them not very nicely that we needed to hurry the fuck up or I was going to pass out. Um, I do remember that, but I don't remember washing out. I don't remember hanging chutes on the truck. I vaguely remember leaving, pulling away from the house, and then out onto the road and getting going down the road and like the first curve, I don't remember nothing else after that. Uh, I called in and said that I was coming back to the plant and I didn't feel good and I drove back to the plant. I'm really lucky that my autopilot is really good. I don't remember the drive back to the plant. I remember driving into the yard at the plant, parking in the middle of the fucking parking lot, and I think I set the brake. I probably set the brake because that I drove for so many years, and air brake, is just that's just automatic. I don't have to think about that. And I left the truck running, and I stumbled out of the truck, And I like drug my ass into the shop and I sat down on the floor and like the entire world is spinning. And I don't remember if I went to go into the lunchroom or not because it's air conditioned. I'd probably, but some, I remember I sat down outside the lunchroom and tried to gain my bearings there. And that's, so they gave me water and some salt and, all the things to, you know, rehydrate and all those things. But yeah, that was some trippy shit. I don't, I don't remember the drive back and you have to like pull out onto a main highway and uh, there were no incidents reported or like a hit and run or anything like that. So I guess I did okay on the drive back, but like, I don't handle the heat as well anymore. So if it's like, uh, above 75, 80 degrees, I'm fucking dying if I'm out running. And I have a race coming up in the middle of July. And um, that should be a challenge. So I'm currently working on trying to heat acclimate slowly. It's, well, I guess it's July 15th. So I'm May, June, July. I'm like 60-ish days out from race day. That'd be right. Yeah, about 60 days out from race day. So I'm trying to slowly acclimate to the heat. So I'm trying to like, anytime I go outside for runs, do it in the middle of the day. Uh, so I can get used to that heat. Cause that's, that's just no, it's no joke, man. Like I remember one of the guys on the job side had had heat stroke before. He was an older guy. Um, he worked for young bloods and, um, he, I watched him like the dude was a working machine. But he would he would just drop. He dropped on a job site one day we were over in Gilbertville and he just fucking basically crumpled to the ground. and he left in an ambulance. So I don't know, crazy stuff, man, that heat'll get you. You gotta be careful. So if you are if you are new to like doing cardio stuff outside, running, riding, whatever, um, be a little bit aware. Of things. <laughs> Listen to your body. Um, make sure that you are like, I'm a super salty sweater. I can't remember what it's called. Amy has the same problem, my sister Amy. It's either hypernitramic or hyponutramic. It's where you sweat out excessive amounts of salt. So I lose a lot of sodium when I sweat. Like, um, my if i have a hat on it'll be like crusty white or a shirt whatever's crusty white my bras if you take them off if i when i take them off i let them dry they'll be white from sweat when i sweat in the summertime um from a run it's kind of gross but um so i take in a lot of electrolytes and i make sure that i have at least like a salt tab or a scratch packet with me of salt Sodium, potassium, magnesium, electrolyte blend uh, with me when I go and some type of water. I use Noon a lot. Noon is an electrolyte tab. Okay, this is really boring, but you know, like if you have this problem, it's good information to have because I had to learn all this shit the hard way. Like I didn't really have anybody to guide me on what to do. I didn't know that I had this issue except that I just was really fucking salty when I sweated a lot. And I could drink a gallon of water, and I'm still thirsty because it just, like, it doesn't stay. It just, like, goes right through me. It doesn't hang around. So I use a lot of electrolytes. I don't know. I'm fucking weird. But Liquid Ivy is my friend, and Scratch is my friend. Like, when I race, you guys, you, Scratch is, uh, is, like, a or Element, Elemente. They are both a high-sodium electrolyte pack. So you're supposed to mix it with water. Like I don't mix it with water a lot of times. I will just take and I'll open the packet and I'll just put a little bit under my tongue and just let it dissolve in my mouth and then chase it with water. Cause I don't like the taste of it, which sounds totally ass backwards if I say that I just put it straight in my mouth (laughs) without adding it to water. It sounds kind of crazy, but like I don't like the taste of it mixed with water. Uh, it's, it's faster delivery if you just <laughs> use the packet itself, which obviously you need to know what you're doing, uh, because you can overdo it and then you end up with worse problems. But yeah, I, I've got a lot of practice with it, but that's how I use my scratch is I don't mix it with water. I would, uh, much rather just have water and chase it with water. Mm. Weird, 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 weird. Y'all knew I was fucking weird anyways. So, um, with the weather warming up, people are going to be outside more. Um, so use your head. If you're out, make sure you're drinking your damn water people and get some electrolytes in. There's all kinds of different electrolytes out there that you can use. And sometimes just trying them out is, is the best way to find what works for you. You know, I'm, I've i been using Noon for a long time. I like Noon. My kids don't like it. Eric doesn't like it. So nobody steals my water. It's kind of nice. I dig it. They come in these little tablet thingies. I use the Noon Sport. I like the Triberry. Is I actually have a thing here in front of me. I like it so much that I, like, am a Noon ambassador. So I use this shit all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a little bit carbonated at first, so it's a little bit bubbly. But it's a light flavor. It's not, like, light, like, LaCroix like I farted flavor (laughs) or I farted that much amount of flavor, uh, into the water. It's, it's a little bit more than that. It's not quite that bad. (laughs) Oh shoot. So, um, yeah. Sun exposure, heat exposure, you know, all the good things that come with summertime, getting in the water. Uh, swim team starts up June 1st. My kid is excited about swim team and, one of my uh, soccer players is also doing swim team with us this year, too. So she's a fish, and she's pretty excited. So that'll be kind of cool that they get to do swim team together, and, you know, I think they'll both have a good time at that. Livia's like, I don't want to do any meets, Mom. I'm like, what? Why? Because I don't want to. I just want to go to practice. Mm, no, you're doing meets because she is getting – She's getting to a point where she doesn't like to lose and she would just rather avoid competition versus losing. So, we most definitely are doing meets because you're not going to go run from competition. You're not going to go that, that just sets a whole bad precedent of um, behavior going forward in life. Because if you run away from challenges, you're fucking when you're 10. You're going to do it forever uh, until you have like some serious soul-searching moments and start intentionally challenging yourself. And a lot of people don't do that. And I find that a lot of these kids, they, when they, how do I say this? Let me think about this for a second. With the... Participation trophy, way we treat our kids now, or a lot of people treat our kids now. I don't treat, I don't, I don't do that because I think it's bullshit and sets bad habits and bad precedents. Because real life, real life is not fair for everybody. It never has been, it never will be. And it's, it, no matter how much we try to force it, it's not. It's, it's natural order. There is a natural order of things and there's a natural hierarchy of things. And if we don't teach our children what it means to try hard and win and try hard and lose, then we're just setting them up for such failure in life. Look at the the anywhere from 20 to 30-year-old generation right now. They're a fucking wreck. And I know some of them and I love you, but y'all were cheated growing up telling with everybody telling you that, you know, everybody is special. Yeah, everybody's special. Everybody is unique. But that doesn't mean that you are going to get everything you ever wanted just because you're fucking special, just because you exist. That is not the natural order of life. It's not. And I feel like it's sad because a lot of people right now are experiencing a A lot of very hard truths and getting served some really rough times because they did not learn as children how to compete and that it actually takes work to get what they want. And I have a lot of conversations with my kids and about, you know, Alex loves cars. Alex is enthralled with, he is the, like, points out, he's obsessed, which which I think is cool. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, you know, with like supercars and like really, really high-end cars, I don't really have that, um, you know, I don't have that pull for that specifically like he does, but I encourage that, you know, and we have conversations about how you are able to work to get those types of things. What, What kind of, you know, investment, in, you know, money of what that type of vehicle costs and how like you're not just going to get that just cuz you fucking want it. You have to work your ass off to get those types of things. And the people that have those types of things, they work their ass off to get those types of things. And uh that's just reality. It's not something like I'm not going to go buy you a Ferrari. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Um, if we have that kind of cash sitting around, we're buying land, (laughs) but, um, that's, that's his interest. And that, I think that's a good thing for kids to have is, uh, something to chase after something tangible to chase after. I mean, if it's, is cars the smartest thing? Who knows? For some people, they, they, it can be for other people. It's just, it's a toy. But if they don't have anything to chase after, there's not something that's driving them, then what what motivator do they have? So I don't think it's a bad thing. So um, here I had another kid in my car um, one day last week. And we were talking, how did that go? What did he say? Um, Oh, I remember what it was. He said that they saw a Mustang. It was a nice Mustang. And... um, He goes, yeah, people like that. All they got is that car and they got nothing else. Uh, They're broke. I said, what'd you say? And you repeated it. And I'm like, dude, like, no, they didn't just like, okay. Some people, they go and blow all their money on a car like that. Yeah. Some people do, but you gotta, you gotta think about that. I said, I said, man, I said, somebody's got a car like that. They worked really hard to get that car they put a lot of extra time, a lot of effort to be able to get that because that's important to them. If their house is, you know, that maybe they still live in an apartment, but that car was what they really, really, really wanted. And they worked really hard and sacrificed in other places to get that car because that's what's most important to them. So there's nothing wrong with that. I said, look at some of these big beautiful houses. Look at these big fancy houses. And we were driving kind of out in the country and there was a, a farm had a, had a beautiful home on it. Some newer pole buildings. I mean, it was a beautiful place. I said, look at a place like this. He goes, that would, he goes, that takes a lot of money. I said, yeah, it does. I said, and you know how you get a lot of money? He looked at me. So you work really fucking hard. And he just looked at me. I'm like, you could have that if that's what you really want you focus on that and you work for that, then you can get it. You can. All you got to do is work. I said, you got to work hard and you got to be smart. I said, be smart, smart with your money. And if that's what your goal is, and you just keep working towards that goal every single day, and you'll get there. You just can't quit. And kind of looked at me and cocked his head to the side. And then we, we kind of moved on from there. And every so often, I'd point out, said, "See, there's another one. Somebody worked really hard to get that and build that." I said it doesn't happen really quickly. I said it takes a lot of time and a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication to get there. But you can get there. You just got to want it bad enough, man. And the wheels were turning. So I don't know. We'll see if it's if any of it sticks or not. But one-time conversation is probably not going to make it stick. But I feel like we. As parents, it's our responsibility to remind our kids and to show them and tell them, like, we didn't get to where we are just on hopes and dreams and just because we exist. That's BS. Somebody might tell you that you deserve all these things in life just because you were born and everybody should have all the same stuff and we should all be fair to everybody. Well, I understand that. We all want everybody to have a good life. We all want everybody to have access to the same things. We all want everybody to have, you know, the best of everything. But in order to get that, we each individually have to put the work in. And if Joe isn't putting the work in to get those things, then he ain't going to get it. And you can't take it from somebody else and give it to somebody who's not willing to work for stuff because they just piss it away. I have fucked up stuff and pissed stuff away. (laughs) I know I've experienced it. And if you don't keep working for it, it just disappears. It's, you just have to stay at it. And I feel like it, we're, we're doing a disservice to the next generation. If we don't explain that, if we don't show our kids how hard, it is to attain the things that we want. Even though it is hard, though, like it's still doable. They can do it. They just have to keep going. And if we get frustrated and quit, then what kind of example are we setting for our kids? The same thing. Monkey see, monkey do. They do everything we do. And unless we're the one that and you know maybe our parents did that too and that's that's the only way we saw that's how we grew up but if we recognize that we can be the one to change it be the one be the one to change that generational garbage that that generational you know lack you can anybody can i mean look at some of the greatest people they didn't come from the best childhoods. They came from broken families and poor families. And I mean, like they got beat down and lost a lot of times. Yet the thing that separates them from the people that are not succeeding is that they just didn't quit. They just didn't fucking give up. Like you had to be a stubborn ass old mule and not quit. That's what I tell my kids. Like you just have to be stubborn and they're both stubborn. You just have to be determined and you can't fucking quit. Just keep going. It's just like, you know, with the people that I help with their fitness and nutrition journeys and, you know, transforming their life, the more times you quit, the longer it takes. And I've had to have this conversation with myself. Like you have to want your goals more than what you want in the moment. If you want something in the moment that is, is going to set you back, then you're just going to keep kicking your own ass and, and it's just going to keep setting you back. I am guilty of it too. I'm human. I'm not perfect. And, but I just don't quit. That is, that is the only way, the only reason why I have come to the point that I have come to now, especially in my health and fitness journey. I am fucking not perfect. I am not a, um, an influencer by any stretch of the imagination. I don't look like a bodybuilder. I don't look like a, someone you would see that is a fitness professional, right? I don't, I still am kind of fluffy in places and, you know, I've worked really hard in a very, in honestly, a very short amount of time because I finally it took me a long time in life to get my shit together. You know, it took me breaking a hip at 37 to realize that like, oh, I kind of need to take this seriously. And it does require work and it requires a lot of work. It's, it's simple. Just like anything else is we overcomplicate this shit so much with everything in life. We overcomplicate everything because we like to think around it instead of just doing the work. This is a conversation I have with Alex all the time perfect example, last night on the way home, Jen was texting me, asking me a couple questions about some things, and I said verbatim, I said, respond to this text, I was driving, and I told him six times, and he was repeating it back to me, and adding in his own shit, I'm like, no, stop adding words to what I'm saying, type it exactly as I say, and, it, and he, he got fi- It took, it was ridiculous. I'm like, stop trying to think around what I'm saying. Just do, type this. That's all you got to do is just type this. If you have questions about it or you want to question what my response is, do so to me, but not in the text message. Stop putting your crap on it. You're just taking dictation right now, basically is what you're doing. You're typing in exactly what I'm saying. Stop thinking around it. Overcomplicating it. It's very simple. It's this, 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 that's it. Stop adding more shit to it. Cause you're just making it more complicated. And we do that. We do that as humans. I don't know why it's a, it's a, I feel like it's a defense mechanism because we don't want the real answer. We just don't want it because we, then it's going to require us to do real work. It's simple. It's not easy but it is simple. It's it's not, it's not complicated. None of this shit is complicated. It's very simple. As far as it comes to like fitness and nutrition, it's, it's very simple. It's very cut and dry, but there are so many things. We are so inundated with the next, this, the next, that, the 21 day or the four week or the, even the eight week, whatever. This is life y'all just like everything else in life. Just like, Getting that home that you want or the car that you want or whatever it is that you want that is your big goal, the big dream, that vacation, the the vacation home, you know, the boat, the whatever, whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is for you. We think, I think it's human nature that we we try to outthink it. We, we try to outthink the work. I think that's what we do is we try to outthink the work. Don't, don't outthink the work. Just do the fucking work. Stop overcomplicating it. We waste so much time overcomplicating things because we're trying to think of an easier way. Just fucking do it. If you start, then you'll find the easier way because it's the simple way. <laughs> and, I mean, it took me a long time to be able to figure that out myself. So, like, I, I am no princess of knowledge here, nor will I ever claim to be one. Because, like, everything that I've learned, I've learned the hard way. Because that's just, that's just, I don't know, it's just my nature. i got to learn everything the hard way. Even if somebody tells me something, I still have to try it on my own. And then I'm like, fuck, they were right. <laughs> I should have done it that way to begin with. But that's what we do. It is what we do. So I don't know. This is your random your random recording for the day. And I'm going to bug out of here because a uh, short today. I'm not going to ramble on for you. But think about that when you're having conversations with your kids and when you see something that you haven't achieved yet that you want, don't make an excuse for that. I mean, you don't have to like explain all the, the details of why you're not there yet, but like you can share that, you know, that person worked really hard for it. Don't put negativity on it. Don't be like, yeah, that person got handed everything there in their life. Somebody worked for that at one point in time, whether or not they received it from family or whatever, like you can have that too. You just got to work. You got to work really hard. Refocus that, change that energy and you can change the trajectory of not only their life, but your life. Something to think about. All right, that's it. I'm going to throw on out of here, uh, throw myself on out of here and go try not to drown. So, ah. Uh, Yeah, until next time, keep the dirty side down, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I appreciate you guys. Have an awesome day.